You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Our City Radio on 102.9 and 105.2 FM. I'm now joined in the studio by Michel from Den Atelier. Hello, how's it going? Good morning. Thank you very much for coming down and joining us today. Pleasure is mine. Now, uh, the last time that we spoke, uh, you came into the show. I think it was my first week on the job. I think it was. When yeah. was when that was, was back in early December. Uh. Uh, and both of us had a pretty positive uh, outlook what about... the PCR test. Yeah, uh, I think you were saying that <laughs> the introduction of vaccine uh, passes had made it easier to hold shows. Um, but, you know, r the week after we spoke, actually, I ended up getting COVID and had to go <laughs> into isolation. <laughs> I had it two weeks after that. Yeah, right. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of this Omicron wave that has, uh, you know, is... is is taken over uh, everywhere and is affecting live events and live music. Uh, I'm sure that things have probably changed a little bit at the Atelier since we last spoke. Um, so, yeah, how's, how, how's things been for you recently? Well, obviously, the music industry, and not, not only the Atelier, but the music industry in general is really still very, hit very hard, very, very hard. We have uh, cancelled and postponed I think I can actually say every single show, we just looked at it before, we had one reading in, in January, so that technically doesn't count as a, as a concert. Uh, so we had to postpone or cancel everything in January as well as February. So, um, no, I mean, joking aside, we are hit very hard and, yeah, there's no business in January or February for, for us, so that's... Yeah, it's 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 not very pleasant. Uh, we we like working and we like doing shows and 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 yeah, of course we can't work. And will a lot of the shows that uh, were scheduled for February now be? Uh, will there be new dates, or will they? Or will you? Are you just having to cancel because the tours are also? It uh, depends. I mean, uh, some are cancelled and some are, some are being postponed. Um, it's 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 an it's a very difficult game in the moment because uh, you know. Some artists, they want to come during the summer because they gamble that during the summer conditions are going to be better, touching wood that it's going to be the case. Hopefully. Uh, some are postponing by one year because they think, okay, let's play, play it safe. But, uh, you know, we have so many shows that have been postponed that it becomes really difficult to get avail availabilities in venues. I mean, if you look at the agendas of, say, the Rock Hall or the Atelier or, or other venues, later in the summer, it's just completely crazy because we have so many shows that we have been pushing in front of us for now two years that it's become really completely crazy and um, so postponing starts to become become difficult and for the team if we can work touching with again if we can work regularly during the summer I think it's going to be a, a challenge for the team just to cope with so many shows right Okay, and do you have uh, an idea already? Maybe when things might be able to return, or um, none probably at the all. springtime. None at all. None yeah, at it's all. It's just such uncertain we, times right now. Yeah, I mean, there there are two two perspectives. One is an, an, a local, a national one, and the other one is, an, let's say, a more international one. The national one really gives us the 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 longest perspective we can get. It's the law. It's the COVID law that is being passed. So we know what's happening until, and this law is valid until end of February. So we know what the conditions are until end of February. But I mean, to us, if we have to implement a 3G, a 2G, 2G plus, it doesn't really make a big difference. Okay, we need to probably have a concept sanitaire or 
whatever. But we know how to do it, and we like to to do it. So it's it's not. Yeah, and there are some costs in, involved if we have to have more security or testing done or etc. But it's feasible. The second perspective is the tougher one, the international one. You mentioned uh, Caribou. You know, the artist he has a tour in place, comprising a dozen shows, and if a certain amount of shows are not happening in that tour. For him, it doesn't become or her, it doesn't become financially viable to do so to do the tour. So Luxembourg is just one of course Mayon in the chain. One, there you go. One, yeah. So uh, and 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 these are conditions we can't control. You know, if Germany puts us on the red list of of, of uh, infectious countries, you know, it's 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 tough for the artist to come in and out of Luxembourg. If uh, If the Netherlands they are, are shutting down all the venues, you know it becomes tough, and and these are things we can't control at all. I mean, not that we could even control the Luxembourgish uh, conditions, but I think that that the second condition, this this international perspective, is even the tougher one than the. It just national adds one. uncertainty because you know what the conditions are in Luxembourg, but they can always yep. change in other countries that affect the tours of artists. Uh, listeners wrote written in said, "I don't envy uh, Michel." Uh, I had tickets to Caribou and Easy Life and was really looking forward to going to uh, those shows. I'm sure a lot of people are, um, you know, really missing going to shows at De Natalie. It's, it's a very special venue. Um, I think there's something about the size um, and the shape of the venue. And I guess paired with the size, you know, the kind of caliber of the artists that you can attract is just big enough to kind of, you know, be able to host those big names. And it creates a really special atmosphere because it's not a huge venue, but it's you kind speak of, of it as you have been to it. I've been, yeah. I, I, I mean, I grew up in Luxembourg, so I used to. Ah, be, you, ah, yeah, right, correct. Yeah, correct. Uh, so I used to go to shows at the Natalie all the time, and since I moved back, I've been to a couple even uh, before things had to shut down. I was at the Balthazar gig, and I saw the Jesus and Mary chain there, which was brilliant. Um, And yesterday on the show, actually, we were playing a game where we asked the listeners to guess the lyrics of a particular song that we have a random person reading out. And the answer to the song was, I bet you look good on the dance floor by the Arctic Monkeys. And that gave me a total flashback to the days when that song came out. I was crazy about that band. And I remember the first time that they came to Luxembourg and played at De Natalie, the energy, I think it was when their second album came out and the energy of that show was just crazy. Um, and I'm sure that you've seen some amazing shows in that space over the years. Do you have any highlights uh, or favorite shows that you can remember? I mean, how long has, when did the Natalie open? In 95. 95, it, okay. Uh, it was the cultural year in Luxembourg, the first cultural capital uh, in or the European cultural capital um, in Luxembourg. It was in 95. Yeah, and, and, it's, and because it has existed for so long and because the atmosphere is a bit more special, you know, the artists always tell us they feel like if it's sold out, obviously, which is not always the case, but if it's sold out, The artist on stage feels like he's being invaded, yeah. or, or like the because you have the balcony. Yeah, there's like a, a yeah. wave of of people, and and so, so I, I think they get sort of this, yeah, this really club feeling, yeah. and 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 I guess they they like it and they do like to come back. Some artists they say, yeah, I do want to play the Atelier on the tour, even though they could play bigger venues. So yeah, there were I mean there were tremendous uh, moments. Uh, we had uh, oh my god, Motorhead playing. Oh right, yeah, Motorhead. He, do you know what he said? L uh, let me God bless his soul. Uh, he entered the venue, and he walked in 
into the venue itself and he asked where's the venue i <laughs> 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 thought he was in the wrong room the, the second room or and, something and like uh, and uh, he, he asked his tour manager um so is this the venue yeah. and the tour manager goes yeah this is it and he says yeah if i can play this i can play a toilet in Liechtenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, no, obviously. But I, I mean, bet he had a great time then. Afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I mean, imagine, imagine Motorhead at the Atelier. It's just, it's just yeah. going to blow your mind. Sure, I mean, yeah. And we had uh, Royal Blood. I mean, those shows were always amazing. Uh, Folds, Folds, the uh, Yanis. I can't remember his family name. Yanis Filipakis. Filipakis. I think yeah. um, uh, <laughs> before the show, he said. I am going to destroy your venue. <laughs> and and he he ma he has made it a habit of jumping down the balcony. Oh really? Yeah, and it's uh I mean check it out on YouTube. It's it's all over the place okay. because people they know about it now. Uh, yeah, he's got a thing for climbing during shows. He's yeah, always and on he jumps top and jumps yeah. off stuff and and he has, has jumped from higher stuff than from the balcony. Yeah, but, I'm uh, sure. Uh now we had I mean yeah, over the years we have had some very bad shows but we had some very very cool moments as well. Mm. Yeah. a couple that i remember are uh, queens of the stone age and the raconteurs those were both really like intense amazing energy shows um but just looking through the program that you have upcoming there's plenty of stuff that i picked out that i i'm definitely going to try and go to if they happen you've got metronomy uh coming in march hopefully fontaine's dc and franz ferdinand in april uh, eagles of death metal also in April, um, Dive, I'm playing at the Roton, but that's an atelier mm -hmm. show, I believe. And then there's Siren's Call Festival scheduled for June. A listener has written in and said, is Siren's Call going to be the same lineup as 2020 or is it going to be a brand new lineup? No, it's going to be, I would say, 75% of uh, the 2020 lineup, but obviously some artists, yeah, they cancelled their tour or, or uh, etc. So we, we have a new lineup and... Um, as things of being today what they are uh, the announcement is planned for beginning of March uh, we are ready to shoot the lineup is uh, is booked uh, we had a meeting just yesterday preparing the production and and uh, you know the the site uh, program you know, food and, and exhibitions and whatnot and so, so we are ready to shoot and then we basically want to wait to have a bit more of a a bit more positive energy sure. among amongst our public to to announce in the festival lineup. Okay. You know, we we are hoping that um you know, come come spring, come April the 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 atmosphere is going to be better and 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 you know, announcing open air shows that people are more willing to or more open to to attend shows again. Yeah. Uh, that the Siren School is one that I haven't been to before. It's in the Abbey de Neumünster, right? Yeah, it's it's well, it's it's uh, the con we do pr do have shows at the, at the regular headline shows at the, the in in the courtyard of uh, the the Abbey Neumünster. Yeah, we have uh, Snow Patrol. We have yeah, Tom uh, Jones as well, right? Tom Jones, yeah. uh, Woodkid, uh, and we will announce two more shows, brilliant shows. I mean. Yeah. Okay, you can't say it right now. No, I can I can't see you really want to. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's I mean it's as close as we can get to to British rock 
royalty. Goddess, royalty. Right. Our oasis getting back together. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, that, that's obviously. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's those are the gods. Okay. Uh, but but uh, in addition to these to these shows which happen on the courtyards, uh, we have uh, the festival, Sirens Court Festival, which is really a multi-venue festival, and uh, the Abbey is one element of 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 this festival. Other venues we use are all within, I would say, five minutes walking distance. One being the church, one being uh, Melusina, you know, the uh, Okay, the so club. it's in different spots yeah, in absolutely. the valley. And oh, it's, great. it's really what, what makes the, the, uh, um, uh, the, the atmosphere very cool. We, for instance, had idols playing uh, Melusina, which is completely crazy. Wow, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, and another interesting event that you have in the lineup uh, for this year is the Usina 22 event that's happening in Dudelange, uh, which I think is in correlation with Esch 22 uh, exactly. projects that you're running with the Good Velen. And you have Kings of Leon playing there, yes, right? it's as well as some other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, it's done with the uh, the city of Dudelange and the cultural center center Ob der Schmelz. Uh, they are right next to the place this is going to happen. Uh, the industrial site, the old industrial site of uh, Dudelange in the c center of the city and uh, the Gute Wollen and ourselves. And it's really meant to be a collaborative uh, festival. So we are just one element. You have the Gute Wollen, which is going to be present, you know, their booking. And we have uh, asked every Luxembourgish cultural and musical center to do the same. So there will be I don't know exactly, I would say a dozen uh, various uh, venues and bookers that will help put together a program over these two days. And we bring our, what we bring are the Kings of Leon. Okay. Okay, great. And um, so here's hoping that, you know, in the coming months, things lighten up and we're able to get back to live events. Uh, a listener's just written in, new slogan for the De Natalia. If you can play this venue, you can play a toilet in Liechtenstein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if I should have told that story, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I regret it now. So. Um, another really exciting um, gig that you've got coming up is the Franz Ferdinand show. Um, I just moved here from Glasgow, so uh, Franz Ferdinand are a band that I know very well. They've played for you quite a few times. I saw them at uh, the Rockfield back in mm, 2009, maybe, was it? Or something like yeah, that. It must have been the first or the second edition because the stage was on the other side. Yeah, I think they got the name of the festival wrong as well or something. They said, <laughs> they said hello, Rock Am Park. I think it was, yeah, I think it was the second year. Yeah, uh, but it, that was also great. Uh, it'll be great to see them uh, in the atelier as well. They just put out a new single uh, this week uh, called Curious, uh, which has a brilliant video. It's featuring uh, the whole band, uh, including their new uh, drummer uh, who just joined recently, replacing Paul Thompson. And they're doing a kind of line dance in a big uh, television studio. Um, and it just looks really great. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that now. Um, thanks very much for coming in today. Well, it's great to hear about me. what's going on over at the Atelier and hope we can come uh, to some shows soon. Cheers.